Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be truths discussed in this podcast. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. We are so glad you're with us, and thanks for being here for Q&A. So if you have questions this morning from the sermon, this is an opportunity for you to ask them. So you'll see there's a number up on the screen. You can just text in your questions, and as often we encourage that if there's something stirring around in your mind, likely it is in someone else's as well. So please text it in. That way we have the opportunity to answer that for you. And sometimes it spurs on another question. So usually does. Yes. yes. <laughs> so yes. feel free to send them in. So sweet morning. Uh, mm. Aaron's testimony was just so, so enc- moving. Yes. So encouraging. Um, in terms of, and I just appreciated how she just reflected uh, what she felt as an outsider Mm -hmm. and the suspicion that often uh, because people have had stories oftentimes church hurt stories Mm -hmm. christian hurt stories in other words she had seen hypocrisy and and what she say made me sad mostly mad and uh, just to see how the kindness the difference was the important foundation and so, you know, I, I talked about the, the power of invitation, mm-hmm. but the invitation held weight because what she talked about in terms of they were different, mm-hmm. what she experienced was different. Uh, but then the, I think we can, I can easily get discouraged, invite, they're not interested, and kind of give up after mm-hmm. one invitation and to recognize that's actually uh, part of the process. So that, I was encouraged in multiple ways by her story, for mm-hmm. sure. And that they lovingly continued to yeah. ask. Yep. And then what it was like. Uh, it's good for us sometimes as uh, churched people who have mm-hmm. grown used to what the church experience is like. It's good mm-hmm. for us to be reminded. Uh, when people first come, there are nerves. I wanted, she said, I wanted to throw up. They wonder, oh, am I wearing the right, the right thing? What are people thinking? So that is why when we talk about uh, at the heart of our faith and our love is not only meeting the needs of others, but this whole idea of hospitality, the mm-hmm. welcome of strangers, how we engage people don't know who are new to genuinely welcome them because that might seem small, but actually it's it's very important. A simple hello can go a long way. Yeah, a smile, a hello, mm-hmm. an acknowledgement, a greeting, a welcoming into a seat. Uh, both things can really make a difference. Hmm. Even you talked about bless, and that made me think of that as well, like hospitality, even mm-hmm. within your neighborhood yeah. and with those around you. It, it can be something very simple, but can make a huge difference in building a relationship. Right, right. I think I said it that Diane, the uh, lady regarding mm-hmm. Alpha, she ended up at Alpha again because conversations with a literal neighbor yep. and uh, how that led to an invite and... Invite made the difference. Yep. Just because we invite, I uh, often say, doesn't mean people will come, but what That's we true. do know for sure, they won't come. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that one we yeah. know for sure. So let's invite. Yeah. 
so as we walk through uh, these practices, I um, have a question here regarding confession. Okay. Um, so it says, do we confess to God and to someone we sinned against, even if they don't know about it? No. Good question. I appreciate that because, um, as you can imagine, with these practices, I couldn't say <laughs> even close to everything. I All the details. Yeah, I tried to say more Thursday night, and we went 15 minutes long, so I was fatting like mad this morning. Um, so the question, yes. Do I confess to other people? That's kind of the, we don't only confess to the Lord, we do confess to others. If I've sinned against Jackie, my wife, then to confess to the Lord is one thing, but to not confess to her, that still leaves her and can leave her in a place of brokenness and feeling as it. I've sinned against her, and I don't care about that. So mm -hmm. confessing uh, to my spouse, to my kids, to someone in the office, uh, in the work environment. Yeah, there is that uh, need to confess to others. Now, to the specific question, but what if they don't know I have them? Should I confess to them? If they do not know, I'm going to be very just straightforward. If they don't know, I would not encourage you to confess to them because there is no, in their understanding or in their experience, there is no between you. And so to go and to confess something that they are unaware about actually can create questions and brokenness mm -hmm. uh, going forward. So confess to the Lord, yes, and seek differently with them, but I would discourage going and speaking that to them because you may end up causing brokenness that actually wasn't there. Hmm. Uh, thoughts on that? Nope. Okay. That's, that you would be my thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I would have um, that. Uh, is there an order in which we should confess sin? Hmm. Should we always go to God first? Should we go to the person first? Like, is there a particular order to order? take care of that? Uh, I don't, uh, I'm not going to say it would be wrong to go to the person first because the Lord in their presence and so you speak uh, a confession to them. But if there is time, if you will, in the same way that uh, in the Ten Commandments I talked about relationship with God first, then relationship with others, in this passage that we looked at in Matthew commandment, the second like it, God first, others. Um, it, it says, um, I think it implies that we always deal with our relationship with God first. So mm -hmm. I would encourage uh, going to the Lord first. And as seek forgiveness from the Lord, part of that prayer may be, Lord, would you help me now to go and confess to others Humbly, gently, in other words, without buts or without excuse, sometimes our confessions don't feel confessions, they sound mm. like excuses. So mm -hmm. part of working that out with the Lord first may be good preparation to going to the person. So I think if there's an ideal order, yes, that's the ideal order, though I wouldn't say it's sin if it happened the other direction. Mm. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking is when I've come to the Lord first, 
it's this opportunity to change my heart and my yeah. thinking and correct that mm-hmm. before I then go to the person. Because obviously my thinking was wrong and however I sinned right. against them. So it's taking that opportunity to refocus back on the Lord and like... Uh-huh. Because we love God with our confession of sin, I, I would prioritize going that direction first. Mm-hmm. But again, let's not make it um, let's not make it wrong to for the other direction. Sure. Yeah. There's sometimes it's a very quick. Oh, yeah, that was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. apologize right now. Yeah, I think sometimes it can confess to the Lord because the promises we get for forgiveness from Him, and we don't always have a, mm. a sense of, will this person forgive me? Will they sure. hold it against me? How will they respond? Uh, as I grow in Christ, I can have confidence in how I know the Lord will respond, and because we're not sure how people will respond, and we think it might make sometimes we can shrink back from confessing to people, mm-hmm. and but then this, this brokenness continues. So, yeah, I appreciate the courage and the humility that it takes to take that second step to confess to others. Mm-hmm. Right. That know about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It can be very difficult, but then can also open up a great opportunity, especially if they're an unbeliever, mm. to share why yeah. we're confessing. Because I had situations like that in a previous job outside of working in ministry mm. where even the response was, well, why are you apologizing? I was like, no, 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 I need to apologize because, and then to be able to explain that. Not, I didn't always do that perfectly. I certain there were times what? that- What? You didn't do things perfectly? No, not even close. <laughs> I'm not even close. Or I'm sure I made excuses or softened it or danced around the issue, but it really does open up an opportunity in a different way. Mm-hmm. And even though sometimes you're like, yeah, whatever. And the, you know, I've had people shrug it off like, oh, it's sure. no big deal, but- no, it is, and here's why. And so it can it can open a door for those conversations. Yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes it's important if someone uh, against you, you know about it, they have the courage and the humility to come and confess to you that we want to uh, make it easier for them, mm-hmm. and we should make it hard for them, but let's not say things like, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, I want I want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your courage to speak to. I know that was hard. Thank you for your responsiveness to the Lord because I'm sure you're here because the Lord has prompted you. So don't dismiss people's confession uh, by making uh, celebrated instead by acknowledging courage, humility, and responsiveness to the Lord. Mm. Uh, that's certainly what I if, – if my son or daughter uh, confessed to me, that would, that's exactly what I want to say to them, that I – confession, I've, I know I've shared here multiple times that, that I wanted my kids to know I was rarely ever more proud of them than when they confessed. Uh, and that's not a celebrating of their sin, it's the – I know that they sin because I know that I sin. I know that we sin, and we sin. Their willingness to confess because mm-hmm. it's hard. It's it's humbling. It's it can be embarrassing, and I never wanted that them to be unsure about my re, what my reaction would be mm-hmm. because that uncertainty can cause people to. 
And as long as we hide our sin, we're stuck in it. When we confess our sin, we're released from it. So let's be people who are uh, easy to confess to. That's Does that make sense? Yes, and that's something that has been really impactful parent. I remember you sharing that yeah. at some point yeah. um, and something that I've tried to encourage with my kids. Because if you think about it from your perspective, how hard it can be yes. to muster up the courage to go apologize and to be fully transparent yeah. in whatever sin that is, is hard. Yeah. And so wanting to gracious for that and right. to encourage that to be a safe place yeah. for somebody. Tell my face, don't be shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't look alarmed. Don't freak out. <laughs> Don't look disappointed. Um, the a really uh, pivotal moment for me years and years in a parent-child uh, relationship. This was actually in an adult-to-adult. Uh, a person had been hiding their sin, and we knew that the sin was there. We were confronting it, but mm. they kept denying it, denying it, denying it, and trapped in it. Uh, and I'll never forget my three of us in a room, and the individual acknowledged, I confess, I admit it. And I stood up and said, praise the Lord. And then I felt really stupid. <laughs> Honestly, because the two of them kind of looked at me like, what? Uh, what, why are you saying praise? And it was just my immediate reaction. And then I had to think, why did I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> and it was good for me to go, I just did that because we've been stuck for weeks now in the hiding of now we can actually move forward in a mm-hmm. confession of sin. So it marked something came out of me, and I wasn't really sure why <laughs> uh, until I had to voice. And I was like, no, that that's Lord willing. That's the way I want to mm-hmm. always respond. Praise the Lord. Uh, and again, that might feel counterintuitive, like, am I giving my kids or am I giving people uh, – Making it easy for them to sin. No, I'm not making them easy. Making it easy for them to sin. I'm making it easy for them to confess. Mm-hmm. They're. I'm going to sin. Am I making it easy to confess? Mm-hmm. By my face, by my reaction, by my joy, not my disappointment. Um, doesn't mean there's not consequences, but there's freedom. Uh, I'm trapped in my shame until I. Mm-hmm. Hope that uh, I hope that that's the type of people that we would be. Uh, mercy's new every morning. Uh, gracious in our response when people confess. Absolutely, and in that, you know, when you talked about, you know, I stood up to say praise the <laughs> Lord. In that, so at the beginning of the praise and thanksgiving and yes. loving God, what does that look like practically for you? Because, you know, like you talked about the service, like we stand up, we sing, yeah. you know, this is an opportunity for praise, but in an individual's life on a daily basis, yes. what does that look well, like? Well, what do you hear me doing around the office? Singing yes. and whistling. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Yeah, I do. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, stop it. But then I uh, And often multiple staff members are singing the same song. <laughs> yes. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So, and I, I whistle more than I sing. I'm a little surprised mm. you said you heard me sing. Okay, okay. There we go. Um, so practically, um, I, I try to use my drive 
do one of two things. Either talk to a family member who's out of town to just try to stay connected, call my mom once a week and try to call my sister, my brothers. So, uh, and then some of my kids at a time. But when I'm not doing those, I really do try to, like on Sunday morning, um, call family on the way in on Sunday mornings. But I'm usually giving thanks to the Lord. This is your body. This is your word. This is your work. These are your people. And just thanking the Lord for who he is, what he has done, uh, who's responsible, whose field it is. And in some sense, for those things as a reminder that the work of God in this body is not ultimately dependent upon me. I'm an instrument of the Lord, but the work of God in this body is dependent upon the the Holy Spirit. So that's a drive time of uh, singing, praising, uh, personally, again, Tracy, you've experienced this when we do our staff prayer. Uh, we've really tried to uh, emphasize, let's not run past our praise and get straight to our request. Let's give time to praise. You put the sign on your door. But first, let's praise. Um, that's, that's just been an important part of my own journey of recognizing how quickly I can uh, jump over those things, that, mm-hmm. that frivolous stuff, and get to the real meat, <laughs> <laughs> which is not frivolous. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that can be a need to, to confront. Sure. And I know we're getting short on time, but we just had a question come in that I would like to at least quickly address, even if we don't follow or if we follow up later. Would you recommend not telling a spouse about an infidelity if they did not know about it, if you already confessed it to the Lord? Oh, wow. There are so potential questions mm-hmm. connected to that uh, that um, I would be I'm reluctant to give an across the board answer there mm-hmm. um, in principle there may be some setups in, in this and how it goes about but in principle uh, if there's going to be oneness going forward, there's going to have to be some acknowledgement there. And you may go, well, but they don't know about it. Well, they don't know about the specific, but likely they've experienced uh, your love in a diminished, your attention mm-hmm. in a diminished way because of of that sin in your life. So they might not know it specifically, but they have been impacted by it very directly. Uh, there'd probably be some groundwork that needs to be done there, but in principle, if we're going to live in oneness, uh, true fellowship, First John 1, true fellowship with one another comes when we confess our sins to one another. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a long Yes, but go into that thoughtfully, carefully. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for the questions this morning. If we can help um, answer any other questions or connect you this week with resources or even reading resources, let us know. Check out our website, and we'll be happy to get you connected. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.